When I've discovered this, my life is so much more enriching, fulfilling, exciting. When I am aligned to that soul, how amazing is that? Like how much confidence is that just showing up as yourself and not giving a shit, right? If anybody else cares or not, because it's just your soul. It's who you are. Midlife ladies. This is the Dear Midlife Podcast. Unapologetic girl talk that will help you remember who you are and figure out who in the hell you want to become. I'm Shelby Bybee, karaoke party queen, single mom, and an extrovert to a fault. And I'm Trinity Greenfield, a wild-haired woman full of sass, sparkle, and a heavy dose of black girl magic. So grab a glass and let's dive into the messy middle. Ladies, our guest today is Sabrina Rice. She's a wife, she's a mother of two daughters, and a lifelong seeker of truth and knowledge. And as a soul alignment coach, Sabrina's passion is helping women to come into who they are, who they are meant to be. And she calls women back home. Yes. Home to their inner knowing and home to the truth that has been there all along. Hell yes. Ah, I love this conversation so much. She's been coaching in this space for 10 years and girl, ain't nothing this gorgeous spirit hasn't tried. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, she yes. says her career has been as much of an evolution as has been her soul's evolution. I love that. I know, me too. And she's been a personal trainer. She's been a holistic nutritionist. And then- all of that just really evolved inside of her, this desire to do so much more. And so she's using now all of these tools to focus primarily on mindset work. And as a lover of human behavior with a certification in cognitive behavioral therapy, she focuses in on helping her clients shift their mindset and channel their energy for self-development and life manifestation. Mm, so good. And you know what I loved about our guest, Sabrina, she uses all of these tools on herself and in doing so she really can then communicate to her clients, uh, how to use these tools effectively and to understand them better and then guide them through their own limiting beliefs and help them to create so much more of what they want in their life. 100%. There is this key to understanding how your mind works and that if you can start to become aware of your thoughts and realizing when those thoughts come through your head that they are optional, they are Mm. not truths, they are not set in stone, they are not requirements for you to listen to, pay attention to, or own. They are optional. This knowing is one of the most powerful beliefs that you can have. And she walks us through that. Yes, because it is your thoughts that shape your feelings, which shape your actions or behaviors. And girl, that's what gives you the results. And so in order to get new results, you have to take control and ownership of those thoughts. And I love this conversation. So ladies, hang on for this one because... We love the twists and turns that this bubbly guest takes us on today. And if you find a little nugget of inspiration within our podcast episode today, please leave us a review and let us know what you're thinking. We 
are so eager to hear from you because your words and inspiration are what keep us going. And now, without further ado, let's welcome Soul Alignment Coach, Sabrina Rice. So today we welcome to the podcast, Sabrina Rice. Thank you so much for being here, Sabrina. Thank you so much for having me. Yay! so excited to be here and have this amazing chat with y'all. Yes, we're excited we to have you. Cannot wait because we talked a little bit before the podcast about how we're really focusing in on our show. And our typical listener is that woman who's hit the proverbial midlife crisis and really trying to figure out who in the hell she wants to be when she grows up. Yes. And honey. so <laughs> you are a soul alignment coach. So I would love to dive in by asking what does soul alignment coach mean to you and how did you come to this place? Absolutely. So to me, being a soul alignment coach is calling women back home to themselves. Mm. We we're born with who we are, right? As a baby, we're born into this lovely world, but along the way we're conditioned, we're programmed, we have to get along in our environment and we lose a lot of that essence, right? And I'm sure each one of you can totally resonate with that, with that like all over the place. Um, Hence why I am doing what I'm doing because what I've discovered throughout my life is my life is so much more enriching, fulfilling, exciting, happy, like all the things that I really would want for my life when I am aligned to that soul, who I am at such a deeper level besides what I'd call maybe this meat suit. Right. And so <laughs> I want women to come home to themselves, to realign to their truth, know and create that relationship. Because again, we've come away from it. And when you are in that place, you get to just live life at a different, in a different view point, right. A different perspective than mm. when you're living from the external in, right? You want to live from inside out. You drastically have a different experience. And so for me, I realized that over the years, because I think I've done like everything. Like if you go to my Facebook <laughs> file, you see a million things that I've done. I'm a holistic nutritionist. I've been a personal trainer. Um, I have a psychology degree. I went down behavior change. I'm like into chakra crystal. I'm a Reiki master. Like You are my jam girl. God, I, I, to hang out. I am like the seeker of truth and knowledge. Like, I don't know if you know human design at all or have heard about it. No, tell us. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but with that said, like that's my design, that's part of my design. So it's so easy for me to learn. And from that, I get to bring it to other people. I'm like cliff notes is what I would usually say. <laughs> I don't know if maybe I'm that. with the cliff notes part, but <laughs> I don't oh, know. we're right there with you, girl. I know what the cliff notes are. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm like cliff notes. So yeah. So just my own personal journey and trying to figure my shit out, trying to figure out who the hell is Sabrina, right? And what yep. do I want? do in this life, I had to come to the understanding of it's, I'm an evolution, who I am, who my soul is just an evolution. And I'm a, I can allow it to be, it doesn't have to be for me, you know, the nine to five career for the rest of my life. That's just not who I came to be. And so again, when you align with that, you get to live such a more fulfilling life, right? Cause you can see how that might hold you back when you're thinking I have to have one career, for the rest of my life. But 
Yes. But human design, in case anybody's interested, like I'm actually, I'm learning that, of course, I'm doing a course on it, but it was something that I started to um, resonate with because it really uses astrology and I Ching and all these different you know, modalities in the uncovering of, of your soul, your, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. And it really narrows in, it gives you like profile types. And, and when you figure that out, it, it gets to give you more information about who you are. So mm. I'm not an HD person yet per se, but it's just something that I have played with and used. And so it's, it's a great tool is what I'm basically trying to say. That sounds awesome. And so do you use this tool in your practice with clients? I'm starting to, but no, because I am that person who has to have it all soaked in before I can come out and present it to the world. That's, I guess, part of my human design. It's part of my soul and and how it like works best in the world, right? That's why I have all these damn courses that I have. (laughs) I feel like I have to come through as the authority before I can share. But again, that's just this part of who I am. And when we get to know who we are, we can love and accept that part. And how amazing is that? Like how much confidence is that just showing up as yourself and not giving a shit, right? If anybody else cares or not, because it's just your soul. It's who you are. So then tell us, how do you help women find who they are in their truth or gain alignment? What do you do? Absolutely. So, so I'm a, the coach part, right? So obviously the coaching, right? We have a lot of conversation about like what you have enjoyed in your life. What have you resonated with? What are the things that light you up and meaning light you up, get you excited and make you want to keep learning about it or knowing more about it or doing it right. Like, I don't know if a lot of us really ask ourselves these questions or, or even go deep into that. Most of us just like, yeah, whatever. Right. Like I'm kind of doing maybe what I'm told to do. Got to go college. Got to do this. Got to pick a major. I think we think about it for a second and then, and then life happens. And then we just keep moving on, moving forward. We're like, I want to do this. This is what I feel called to do. This is it. And God damn it. If I ain't got to pay the bills again this month. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. And so we go deep into all of that, but a lot of it too, is just being able to calm our butts down, like calm our asses <laughs> down, right? Just like you said, we're just like all over the place, yeah. but we don't sit and think. And so the tools that I use to obviously help that outside of the, the questions, right? The pro- provoking questions are getting people to be quiet. So that could be meditating. That could be journaling. And I teach journaling in a little bit different way, which I'll share in a moment, but also just working on your nervous system, right? That calming, because again, we don't really look at things like that, right? We always think about the things that we have to do, like the check, check, check mark, right? But if we focus on, okay, well, you know, what's causing that issue of me not being able to like, you know, simmer down the nervous system is, is the foundation to that is a big part of it. So yes, that's with the meditation, the journaling, but also it can be anything you like, because I want to catch all people's ears because a lot of that, like what, what I would do, people would put it in that box of woo woo and say, yeah, that's not for me. It's not practical, but I'm all about the practicality of it because if you can't tie it down and and make it make sense, you're not going to do it. And then you're therefore not going to get that change. So 
if people like to exercise, run, walk, jump, rebound, right? All good ways to like get that nervous system moving, grooving, and, and getting you into more of a calm, quieter space too. Cause we're like on high. <laughs> Highler all right. All yeah. the time. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And I mean, that stops us from, right. Like reflecting and thinking and going into meditation, because again, it depends on perspectives on that too. Like I know before I got into it all, I was like, oh my God, I don't have time for fucking meditation. Like, exactly. I got kids. <laughs> ah, right. Like, you know, like all of these and all the shit in our heads. Yeah. Like and, yes. and this is the thing that kills me about meditation. Yeah. They're like, oh, just let the thought pass and acknowledge it and just let it. Pa-. I'm like, my brain does not work. If you are in my brain, we're <laughs> yes. going to have a, a sit down conversation <laughs> about what you're doing. How'd you get in? Where'd you find the key? Because I hid the key. So I don't understand why you're here. Right. right. And I need to talk it out. And yeah. then, you know, two seconds into meditation. I'm done. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm off in my brain thinking about something completely different. So that quiet thing is Mm -hmm. very challenging for me. Absolutely. And so with that, I usually will tell people, okay, so if you can't just sit there, like don't start where yogis end, right? (laughs) Right. Like, is that practical for you? Is that realistic for you? Most people, hell no. So where can you start? start that process that feels good. So maybe that's stretching your body. Mm. You're being in your body. And I mean, stretching without music, without TV, right? It's just you and your body breathing, stretching. You can also do some yoga, whatever, but I like just getting to that stretching point. Cause it's, you're just stretching your damn body that usually yeah. ever stretch their damn body. Right. Right. There's no- lot of limiting beliefs they're like oh no no I don't have the proper yoga pants I don't have the the tank top right I don't have my yoga mat you know I can't do it but you can get on your damn floor and you can stretch and you can breathe you can stretch you can center into your body and and again don't think it's going to happen in like you know like oh I'm doing it once okay where's all the benefits why am I not peaceful, what, you know what I mean? It's a process too. And I, and I think we get so also, and I know we do because <laughs> I used to help people. I was an undiet coach for, for many years. Mm. People get stuck in that shit, right? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's for not sure. an success, right? You have to remember it's a process. And so is this, it's an evolution, if you will, if process is triggering for your brain, right? It's an evolution. I love that. And so one thing that you sort of just kind of slid in there was that you were a diet coach mm-hmm. and I don't want to focus so much on that. But what really strikes me about you saying that is that I think that with anything, whether it's changing your diet, changing your habits, changing who you want to be in your life, there comes this mindset shift or yeah. a behavioral change. So help us understand what you do to help people change their mindset, shift their behaviors. Cause that's really where the juice is in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Like if you can't change your mindset, which I just call it changing your perspective. Cause I think that's a little bit less heavy. If you can just shift your perspective on everything. Then yeah, you're going to get, you're going to get whatever it is that you want to change in your life. Right. Because it's just a perspective. And so our perspectives are all pre-programmed. They all come from media. They come from your caregivers. They come from right. Parents, teachers, we, 
again, I always have to go back to the we're born in, right? Because I want us to really see that that's true, right? We're not born already thinking that we hate our bodies. We don't like, you know, whoever. (laughs) We're the horrible person, like whatever it is that the mind is thinking that limits us when we start to try to implement change. And so when we realize that, okay, we came into this world, we were great and glorious. We wanted the best for ourselves. We loved our body. We loved attention. We cried for attention, right? When people didn't look at you, you'd be like, crying. Hey, look at me. Right. But now we're like, no, no, don't look, don't look. I'm hideous. Right. My body Mm. doesn't the right way. The shape's off, you know, like, and we're comparing ourselves all over the damn place. Right. And that's stopping us from being able to, to create the change. But where I always start, and I do this with my kids as well, um, because I really think mindset work or perspective shifting is like I said, it's the juice, right? It's what you're looking for. So when I'm working with clients, we need to really realize, and I always start this way, especially if we are, like you said, so up in your head, right? You got millions of things happening. It's like a treadmill, right? And you're just like, I can't slow it down, right? So once we can kind of get to that point of, oh, taking some breaths, whoo, yes, okay. I like to start with the emotional side of it. Mm-hmm. I like us to be able to tap into how, how, how do we feel? How are we feeling this moment? Because what it is when you're changing behavior, you have to know what you're thinking, but if you don't know how you're, how you, how to even get to access those thoughts, right? Again, cause we have so many, I think it was like 60,000 thoughts we have on a regular basis. And I can't remember mm-hmm. if that was per minute or per day, but we have it a lot feels of like per second. Sometimes like, it's a lot, it's a lot, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. and I, yes, yes, ma'am. Um, but thoughts, right. They create our feelings, which creates how we act, behave in the world, which then creates yeah. results. That's just how it works. We can find this in many different, um, ways you can see it in many different ways. So, but like I said, because our thoughts are just like hamster wheel, right. Treadmill, right. Yes. We, usually can tap into, okay, I have a pain in my stomach, right? Like I feel like shit, right? (laughs) I feel great. I have so much energy. We can kind of tap into that. And so I always like them to start there and just like, okay, well, what are you, what are you feeling? Because when you can find out that feeling, you can then be like, okay, I'm feeling that way because right. Ooh, you know what? Maybe Mm. (sighs) what was I thinking? What was that thought? Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what? That did happen where my kid, my husband, my job, right? Yes. Okay. So that was the situation. Oh, and then, oh, and I was thinking this, which then made me feel that. And then when you can realize that whole thoughts, feelings, actions, you can then tie it with, oh, well, no wonder, you know, I'm getting this result because I was acting this way because I was feeling and thinking this way. Right. So that's, that's the juicy part because when you see that you're in that greater awareness that we don't see, right. We think life happens to us versus I would say for us, right. We hear it all the time, but in reality, I believe it's happening for us because we're all here to learn lessons as a soul, as a human being. Right. And again, when we have that perspective and we can hold that perspective, life will change on the dime. Right. But we want to look, look and work on those mindsets. We want to be able to have that awareness And when we can have that awareness, we can then decide, okay, how do I prefer to handle this situation? How do I prefer to feel? How do I need to think so I can, you know, manufacture that emotion to then change my action and change my life, change my result? Yeah, it's so aligned with what 
Shelby and I often talk about our, our emotions being our compass. And there's so many times that things are going wrong or you just feel like something's off. You can't put your finger on it, but if you can sit down and tap into those emotions and start to think through where is this coming from? What am I feeling right now? Where am I feeling it in my body? Yeah. Pulling it back to understanding what is driving it. When did it start? Then you can start to figure out where things went wrong, where you've gone off course for yourself. Absolutely. And begin to redesign at that point. You totally can. And you have to also make sure you're not judging it because we like Mm. to get that mental part like kicking in and we're like trying to hold back from ourselves, right? It's like our subconscious mind's like, no, don't look at that. We don't want to fix this. Let's judge it. Let's keep that shit on the DL, right? Because comfort zone, the whole other way that can go, right? So we do want to be aware of the judgments. Cause I used to do that to myself. I'd be like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to like change this, but I would withhold for myself so many times certain thoughts because I'm like, Oh yeah, I can't go there. That feels too hard, too heavy. Mm-hmm. So that is, that is a, a also right. Something to be, to be aware of. Don't judge it. Just let it flow. Let it be. Well, I think that's easy to say, right? <laughs> but you know, you had said before, like, girl, we got crap going back to our childhood, our caregivers. We were born into this world. And from the second we were born into this world, people started putting us in this little box and programming our brains to think that we're inadequate and that we can't be loved and all of these things. And these limiting beliefs we carry with us like into our grown ass lives. And then Mm -hmm. we're like, okay, I know this. I I love looking at this vision out here of what I could be, Mm. but we always have these limiting beliefs that seem to be holding us back. So it sounds easy to shift your perspective or feel where you're feeling this gut feeling in your body or your shoulders or whatever is, you know, your compass that's signaling to you that something's wrong, but how do you coach your clients to get beyond their limiting beliefs? Mm. Because I think, you know, it's nice to have this vision for where we want to be in the future and recognize that I have to change my thoughts, but it's sort of easier said than done, right? How do we do that? So it takes practice. I mean, that's really the thing. It's going to take practice. Um, What we do is we'll create a belief plan. It's like, okay. And it feels perhaps a little like, oh, well, you know, that's just lying to myself, but haven't we all been pre-programmed? We just have been pre-programmed to a place that doesn't serve us. So now we're programming ourselves to a place that does serve us. It's the same shit. Like I'll tell people all day long, like just brainwash yourself. That's what you're doing (laughs) with goodness, right? Like we always think brainwashing in the negative and whatever, but brainwash yourself with all these good, positive thoughts. So we will make from your own voice, um, little affirmational recordings, right? Which are great. Everyone has on their phone, a voice recorder, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I have an Apple phone and I think that just comes with it, but I'm sure, right. Everyone does now. You just set yourself up, record those lovely affirmations, those thoughts, the new thoughts that you want to think, right. That will create this new belief plan for yourself. And you listen to it again, you're brainwashing yourself for it. (laughs) It's like, right. And you can listen to this in the car while you, I don't drink your coffee or your tea, any, anything. Right. And the more and more you listen to that, you're going to start to shift, right. Those thoughts. And you can feel it because you start to 
feel it, right? You feel like, Ooh, that's hitting hard. But when we are creating that belief plan, it's so, so, so important to make sure that the gap is not too wide. So you have a belief that says, I hate my body, right? (laughs) Or I hate my spouse. Mm -hmm. I don't know, put whatever applies to you. Um, For most women, it's right. Physical attributes, not so body is always a thing. It is. It really is. And that's such a huge limiting belief, stumbling block for us getting out into the world and being our authentic self, right? It is. Mm -hmm, Um, We can't go from, I hate my body to I love my body. It's the greatest thing in the whole entire world, right? There's a gap. It's not going, you can say it all day and eventually, but to make it easier on yourself, if you're creating a belief plan, again, things that you want to change in your life, things that you want to restructure, things that you want to believe because you see the evidence could be the action is different, right? The results different, mm-hmm. but you want to go from, okay, I, I hate my body. If that's where you are. Um, you need to be like, okay, I hate my body. <sighs> what feels good to me? How true does this feel? Right. Always back to feeling. This is why that nervous system work, the meditation, the journaling, all that calming stuff that I was talking about is so important because you got to find those beliefs. It really is. That's why coaching is so amazing because you have someone else that's not on your brain. That's not in your brain, looking at your brain for you, looking at your brain patterns, your beliefs, all those things and be like, Hey, let's guide you out of that damn box. But again, back to, <laughs> I hate my body. <sighs> I have a body. <sighs> How does that feel? (sighs) My body, my body. What do I feel when I'm thinking about my body? (sighs) I have a body. My body's pretty cool. Yeah. (sighs) It's been with me for a long time. It's done such goodness for me. (sighs) Birth kids with this body. Mm -hmm. (sighs) I've put so much harm to my body, but Yet it's still shown up for me every single day. And I haven't had any disease. I haven't, right? All the things we can be grateful for, even though, right? And eventually, if you keep going with that, you'll be like, you know what? My body's fucking awesome. It's so good to me. It's supporting me in this life. It's helping me to hug my kids. It's helping me to love my spouse. It's helping me to show up in this world as that soul that God created me to be or universe or whatever. Like my body's fucking amazing. Right. Mm. Even if you can sit in that for a little bit and feel it and feel so good. And you do that over and over again, eventually that's going to be your new alignment of your new belief to then go out into the world from, and it's going to shift. It's going to change. It just is because you can't not from, I hate my body to my body's fucking amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely baby steps for sure. <laughs> it's an evolution, right? It's that process. We can't go from, you know, zero to 60, right? Like we have taken, like you had said, and like I was talking about when you're a baby, it's been how much evolution to be where you are right now. And it's okay. We don't want to judge it either. Like you're not missing yeah. out. Life's not passing you by. You're exactly where you need to be at this time because this is the lessons that you are to learn. And those lessons that you are to learn are to also help other people in your life, whether they're your kids, your your community, your whoever you have around you, right? It's there for a purpose. And we don't want to judge it. We don't want to also be like, oh, you know, comparison, right? Like all those things, especially as we're, you know, in our 40s. Right. And beyond. And beyond. And and beyond. Mm -hmm. We're like, oh man, you know, what have I done with my life? Where am I? Right. It's like, no, you're perfectly where you're meant to be. 
this is where you are. Otherwise, you know, how do you know? Because you are, you wouldn't be yeah. it's, like, you can't, that, that just is. 100%, 100%. And so as you are working with women, yeah, give us some of the, maybe the exciting success stories that you are seeing as you're helping women close that gap yeah. between where they were yeah. and now walking into that alignment, yeah. what type, what types of, of things are you seeing that are mm. creating differences and, and exciting new moments for these women that are discovering who they are? Yes. Like when you get to that point where you're discovering and you're okay with discovering and you feel good with discovering, right. And it's not any negative judgments or thoughts around that at all. You, the women I work with, you can see it on their face, their body language, the way that they are showing up for their children, for their spouse, they're able to hold more confidence. They're able to go up and be like, you know what? I fucking deserve a raise or I deserve to have a different job because this job isn't treating me well. And I respect myself a hell of a lot more now, right? Mm -hmm. or work to then go and, and ask for what you want, right? You're more of an advocate for yourself, right? And when you're more of an advocate for yourself, then you're going to, of course, be more like fulfilled, more confident in that. Like with the women I work with, that's, that's the biggest thing I see. Um, the thing that I love the most about the work I do is how it benefits not just them, but everybody else around them. I call that like my legacy, like in their legacy, mm-hmm. they get to give that gift that they couldn't have or wouldn't have, or perhaps couldn't ever gotten to on their own. Had they not done this work, right? Like families are restored. Relationships are restored, right? The, the parenting is so much better, right? Cause you're not so fixated and focused on all of your shit because you've worked through it. And now you get to help your kids with their shit. Right. And Oh, mental health is so much greater, right? We're less anxious, less depressed, like the negative emotion. We're not sitting in, we're not like drenched mm-hmm. in stuff. Right. We're finally free and clear. And we just, feel like the world is the best thing ever where life is so great and grand. I know that sounds so like out of touch, but that's what I see so much. The women are just like, well, you know, thank you so much for changing my life. You've changed my perspectives. You've helped me to figure this out, but you have changed my life. My life would not be this way if it wasn't for the work that we have done together. I mean, and it keeps going out and out, right? Because people at work you changing and see your mood and see all the things that you're trained, they're going to want to know and you get to help them. So it's just a ripple effect all throughout the universe. That's fantastic. And, you know, I'm so curious about the other pieces that you've dug into in your life, whether it was, you know, the spirituality or the Reiki and the crystals Mm -hmm. and obviously that the diet and the nutrition How are you using those pieces as tools in your, in your practice today? I'm like, I should be called like a holistic life coach. (laughs) You're like, I do it all boo. I know. Right. Because who you are as a soul, who you are as a human being are multidimensional, right? You are vast and all of those parts impact your life one way or another. Right. So, you know, energy I learned was so hugely important, right? When Mm -hmm. you can 
be aware of your energy, be aware that it's a real thing. And it's not just this woo-woo thing. I mean, it's scientific. You can go out and find all the things, right? We have an aura, right? We have chakras. We have these little energy centers within our body. They're there. You can even get photos and show you this, right? When you're (laughs) aware of your energy and having these tools, like the crystals, the chakra balancing, like it, helps to elevate that process for you right especially if you have stuck energy which Mm. who fucking doesn't really Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) right exactly (laughs) and of course what you're eating how you're taking care of your body like all the things right they they all come into play as a healthy soul in this world right and it 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 just it just all goes together right it's not just one way or the other it's not just mental right it's not just physical not just behavior it's a combination of all like mind body and spirit it's a real real way to tackle you as a person in this world trying to create a life you love yes so how do you move the energy through your body so this is something that i've been really kind of toying with and really interested in because i feel like my body is holding on to all this stress and all of this anxiety that i've built up over time And yes, I think it's one thing to sort of shift your perspective, but Mm. I think you're right. I think we have to take a holistic perspective on things and actually move that energy through. So what do you recommend and, or maybe how do you apply it for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So of course, movement is huge because when you physically move your body, your energy is, is moving, right? Obviously. I mean, you can see that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. Like it just is like, uh, I always tell people like, go rebound. If you're feeling depressed, like if you're not feeling go rebound, who can't be happy if you're moving all that energy out and around. And so, so that's always, always a big piece, right. Um, is, is the movement of the body, um, to, to move that energy, but you know, frequency music, like, I don't know if any of you have heard or, you know, the Seleggio frequencies, but the, um, mm-hmm. Hertz frequencies, because so your body, right. Such as emotions have different frequencies, right? So negative energies, right. Negative emotions have lower frequencies. And as you go up, that is like a funnel, if you will, um, each emotion vibrates different frequency, right? Different rate. And when you get up to joy, love, excitement, whatever, they are faster, higher Mm. in the right? That's why you go move. Cause if you're, and you're not moving, you go move, you're increasing that frequency, that vibration within your body, right? Same thing. When you're doing your thought work, you're thinking this and you're changing your belief. You're moving that energy through your body. That frequency is getting bigger. It's evolving. It's vibrating faster, which is good thing. It's a good thing because then it expands your energy field. Right. And that's going to, I mean, we can go many different ways with this. <laughs> attract <laughs> certain things, right? Yes. But, um, so those are good ways. Um, crystals are always awesome and it's not just one or the other. Okay. Like we can't, we got to get outside of that, that box of thinking, right? It's one or the other, right? It's kind of like the whole diet shit. It's like, I got one diet and that works for everyone. No, it's very personalized. It's whatever you're, that feels good to you as well. Right. So like, if I'm like, Oh, you know, crystals and that's not resonant with you don't like go move your fucking body, like do that. Right. But listening to those frequencies are wonderful. Put your headphones in. You can find them on YouTube, by the way. So I always see them on TikTok. I can always see them. them I've never heard of them before. This is interesting to me. 
Yeah. Huh? So if you go like, say you want to, um, you're working on your podcast, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. be a of just like <sighs> manifesting abundance. I want to just be creative. I just want to right? go to YouTube find a frequency for that. Have that playing. I have Apple. So I also have the, um, uh, Apple music. Like you can search in there for these. Oh, they have them on there. Yes. 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 They do. And Apple. Yes. You could sit your little (laughs) phone down or whatever you play it out of. Right. And just have that music in the background and it's going to right change your, your, your mood, your vibration. Right. I mean, literally your energy is going to get different and you get into these, right? Different states, different things come into play, like thoughts, right? There's a lot to it, but <laughs> trying to make it practical and thinking <laughs> and not. No, being I strong. love that. I had never even, I mean, I guess, you know, that music kind of gets your body moving. Yes. I mean, I always had like, yes, during the most difficult times, I've always had like a little theme song, you know, that yeah. I play first thing in the morning that kind of yeah. gets my energy flowing. So I guess it's sort of like the same concept, right? Yes. It's just, you want to be careful of the words that are in the songs. And I tell this to my kids right. all the time, because what you're listening to is impacting your subconscious on all levels. Yeah. Careful of the words that you are taking in because those perspectives are going to change and shift you. Be careful, kids. What you listen be, to. Be careful out there, kids. <laughs> all that dirty rap music. Right. Um, oh, so I just typed in healing frequencies into that Apple music. Yeah. And it brought up 40, 432 Hertz. Wow. Tones. And yeah. I bet, I don't know. Let's see what like depression frequency. Do they have that? There's got to be just all the different types in here. That's right. so exciting. And different chakras as well, because different chakras vibrate at different frequencies as well. Right. It's all, it's all different. <laughs> yeah. <leave> <laughs> Some of these conversations that would last a whole other like five hours and depending against levels, we want to make it seem normal and practical. (laughs) I love this. That's great. Yeah. This is super cool. Yeah. We'll maybe put a couple of links to different frequencies in our uh, show notes or something so that people can listen. If you have any recommendations, send them to us. Let us know. Absolutely. And YouTube's a great source as well. Like just because like you can like pop some earbuds in and I do it before bedtime um, or as I'm mm. at bedtime, I'll pop onto my, I have an acupressure mat um, that just helps me feel awesome. helps me sleep better. Again, like energy, it's like making it feel good. And I'll pop in my little frequency music and <sighs> just listen and join in and then <sighs> Out. <laughs> the I music love that. So it's constantly, you know, affecting the brain waves, right? Because different brain waves, different things happening, sort of like hypnotherapy. Because I'm also a hypnotist, hypnotherapy lady as well. Of course you are. I know, right? I know. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm the course hoarder. I always say I'm a course hoarder. Like I really just <laughs> course hoarder. That's funny. Well, and also, you know, when you're sleeping, you're th- theta brainwaves, you're in a totally different state. And so it's like soaking into you in a completely different way than when you're awake. Absolutely. And so that's another modality. And that's another tool that I'll help with my clients is we'll create their own self-hypnosis in person as well. But I've been working more online just because it's easier, right? For everyone these days. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How is that? How do you hypnotize yourself with the right (laughs) ways? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So it's 
just creation of, of it. So, I mean, you have like hypnosis in general, it's, it's not easy as just sitting there and boop, 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 right? There's levels Walk of like it. a chicken. All right. And that doesn't <laughs> right. have hypnosis at all. That's a total misconception. People like to, you know, party tricks, whatever. You can't do anything that you're not willing to do. Like you won't, it doesn't go against your own personal ethics. Like that doesn't happen. It's just that subconscious mind is like, like you said, it's, it's a sponge. It's like soaking up that shit, right? And mm-hmm. your conscious mind, when it's, stuck on a story, right? Cause that's what hypnosis is, is you're laying there and you're listening to like a story. So your brain is entertained, but in the subconscious it's picking up all of these say symbols or words and mm. it's that in toward the benefit of whatever you're trying to create, right? Whether that's for weight loss, which I hate the fucking word, but you know, <laughs> or anxiety, stress, right. Um, self-confidence, like you name it, right you're, you can create one for that, but we'll create ones. And then my clients will listen to them over and over and over. Right. And it just, that subconscious mind, right. It just, you change that. Woo. It's good stuff. Brainwash yourself. Yes. Literally (laughs) do it. You'll thank me later. And there's so many ways to do it. Right. Thoughts, listen to guided meditations, listen to the Hertz music, right. Frequencies. (sighs) Everything's good. Yes. Breath work is is huge. That's because of the nervous system, right? Calms your ass down. It puts you into a state of not fight or flight, right? Rest and digest. We hear that a whole lot, but that is what you need to get to, right? In order to be able to absorb all of this brainwashing Mm -hmm. or coaching, which is another (laughs) whatever you want to call it. I'm trying to do more breathing. Actually, I've set a little timer on my watch that says take a breath every hour on the hour. And I'm trying to do like seven deep breaths. And supposedly that's supposed to decrease your stress level and kind of put you in a better space to kind of receive and, you know, uh, alleviate all that, you know, that pent up energy that's in your body is, is pushed out through the breath. That and, and movement. So like do your breath, nice long walks, walks where you're not trying to power walk, right? We're not trying to decrease body size. We're just trying to walk for our love of our body, for our nervous system. Just that helps as well with the energy, the stuck energy, right? We're so used to just being sedentary, you know, Mm. and also have limiting beliefs about taking action in terms of movements or going to the gym, blah, 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 because we have, I guess it's just limiting belief, right? It's that negative brainwashing. <laughs> right. And, and that stops us. It hinders us from getting the benefits of things on even a walking level, like walking is one of the best things you can do, right? Mind, body, and spirit. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's one of my favorite things to do in the morning. I walk my dog with my daughter, my daughter and I go on a walk together and it's just like, okay. so peaceful. It's like before the sun rises and it's just, it's a nice place to get my head in a good place. Yeah. Absolutely. So I love that. It's a great way to start your day. You think more clearly, right. You're willing to do more great positive things for yourself, right. You're aligning yourself to doing more of that versus getting up, yeah. getting coffee, rushing off to work or, you know, whatever, rushing off to the gym and then go, 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 go all day long. Right. And then we wonder why we're feeling drained and tapped out and nervous system is shot. Adrenals are shot, right? 
no bueno. Yeah, totally true. Totally true. Oh my gosh. Sabrina, it has been, I could sit here and talk to you forever. Like I still have more questions. We might have to have you back on the podcast, but you just have such an interesting history and background. And yeah, I love the fact that you're a course whore. I love that. It's like just so awesome that you've taken in all of these skills and tools and that you've shared them with our listener today. It's just been tremendous. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's been wonderful. I appreciate you guys so much for having me here and being able to just chat and share who I am and just, you know, my passions, which are all the things that we've talked about. And who knows next year, my passions could change. Like that's just who I am. Part of my soul. (laughs) Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. (laughs) I would not surprise at all. So, you know, (laughs) but that's awesome. You know, and that's another great lesson for, I think our listener out there is that I love the idea that you've just embraced all of these parts of who you are and that you haven't been afraid to, to explore and to try and figure out who you are meant to be and what your calling is. And I think that's one of the things that call it a limiting belief or whatever you you want to call it, that women in midlife feel like, oh, well, I have kids and I have a life and I have a job and I can't, right. I can't, I can't, I don't have time for this shit. I don't have time to explore. I don't have time to take courses. I don't have time to try something new, but you're just the perfect example of what you happens can't. when you do. Yeah. Why not? Those are all just reasons, stories, and excuses that are holding you back from your good. We can totally sit in them all we want, and we can totally get them mirrored back to us from society and other women that we hang out with, right? Because you are the sum of Mm. who you hang out with. That's just how it works, right? And it's an energy thing, right? It's an energetic thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But you're you're gonna just stories we can release that shit we don't have to hold on to it we don't have to believe it right we just need that pattern interrupt and listening to podcasts like this to help see that what's possible for you is and create that awareness is really that first step right because you don't have to sit in that shit it's a choice so true so true well thank you so much for showing us that we have other choices and other ways of being and living and how to tune into what our bodies and our minds and our lives are telling us that we need to do and just giving that a shot. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Oh, Shelby, what a fun and insightful conversation. (laughs) She was was awesome. I loved it. She was so good. She was so good. Man, you know, Here's what really kind of hit me over the head. When we were talking about how we are born into our truth, but Mm -hmm. as we start to move through life, we acquire this programming that moves us further from who we are at our core. Mm -hmm. And so what we need to focus in on is realigning with our truth in order to move past stuck and begin to live the life that we really want. Yes. Yes. And in order to do that, we need to shut the hell up and shut be still. Sit down. <laughs> shut up. Sit, sit yourself down. down. We need to calm our nervous system to receive the possibilities. And I know we were sort of even just talking about this just a few minutes ago, Trinity. It's like yeah. the stress of everyday life is just never ending. And we just go and go and go. But girl, you've got to sit still and listen. And this can be done with a variety of techniques. You know, the go-tos are meditation, journaling. Those are the things that everyone always talks about. But if those aren't your jam, go to walk, 
stretch, move your body, ground your body, go out into nature, whatever it is. And I love that Sabrina advocates that there is no one right way. Just find what suits you, a place where you can be quiet and still. And then she she said, don't start where the yogis end, right? Don't start where the yogis end. You won't manifest this life no. overnight. Yeah. Have patience. Absolutely. So much wisdom in that statement. And, you know, we have to tap into our bodies, tap into our feelings first, and then look for the source of those feelings to figure out where you're out of alignment. Yeah. Because once you know that, you're then going to be able to determine the very best path for yourself in order to shift your perspective. Yeah. And I love this idea of shifting perspectives. You know, she talked in the podcast that we all we all dwell on this idea of changing your mindset. And that seems mm. a little bit daunting. But I like the idea of just a small shift in your perspective and the way that you look at things can make all the difference. So to our listener out there, I would love to know how will you shift your perspective? this week. What little thing will you just see through a different lens or in a different light? Leave us a review and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. And we cannot wait to meet you right back here next week in the middle.